Welcome to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Each week, Dr. DeSanto gives you advice and information on whether cosmetic dentistry is right for you and on the latest techniques to enhance your smile. Call in with your questions now at 629-7970-927-WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We're back with Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry. We had uh, last show we we talked about the early dentistry through the ages and there's a lot of ages to cover here so we're we're continuing that thanks doc for being in here with us again we love having you in our office uh, this has been kind of a a cool topic for us to to discuss if you missed last week's show basically we just kind of talked about how here at prairie dental group we see all ages we see kiddos we see aged population everything in between so um we kind of just talked about a couple of sort of tips and ideas for you to kind of implement for your family of all ages so last week we kind of talked about um babies and when the right time was to come in for babies, kind of how to care for those primary teeth. We spent a little bit of time on the toddler phase about the eruption pattern um, and kind of little tips on that. I talked a little bit about the teen years, how we focus on um, kind of orthodontic care and then of course the sports guards like we've talked again. The main approach was getting in there after food, after eating, avoiding the sugary drinks, avoiding the sports drinks, um, if possible. We were just talking about how hard that is and the addiction to these sports drinks. Uh, especially this time of year when exactly. all that's kicked up and it's, oh, I got to have this new yes. whatever brand and everybody at the, at the baseball team has it. I know. And so it's really, it, it's tricky. I get it. Like I said, I've got young kids. I know how hard it is, but always bring your own water bottle so that hopefully they're rehydrating in between games with just water um in between getting that sports guard kind of talking about that and um kind of just keeping up with your routine dental care in the in between we didn't really talk about um in those teen years when we're seeing these patients what we're kind of checking for a lot of times we'll take the panoramic x-ray we usually do that around age six on a kid as, as teeth are developing. And then again, usually around age 10 or 12 to kind of um, mostly at the age six is to make sure we have all of the teeth. Sure. Um, it's really common for kiddos to be missing certain teeth. And so we're kind of taking that, counting that. If we do happen to not be having a, a permanent tooth in there, then, oh, let's talk to mom and dad about this. This is going to be something that we'll have to address as the years go on involving our orthodontic teen. So I actually grew up as a patient of Dr. Kneedler's. And that's, they found out when I was like five or six. Well, I was with Dr. DeSano then. <laughs> okay, I've Dr. been here for a long time. <laughs> and um, that's when they found out I was missing some of my front teeth. And at that point I was at a dentist and they said, you got to go to Prairie Dental Group. So here Yay. I am. And it and worked out. And look where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. But yeah, like she, Dr. Kneeler was saying, you got to start early taking that pan to make sure we have all the adult teeth. And they started planning my dental treatment. Like I said, when I was around five or six, and as I grew, that the whole plan was in process. So they made sure I grew properly to allow room for my artificial teeth to have room in my front. So that way not everything was smushed and crammed. So they really worked hand in hand with our orthodontist in town. And that's why I think it's really important. 
Yeah, it is. You got to have routine care. Back to the team effort. We we touch on all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just had a, um, our implant rep comes every time we do our implant surgeries. And he's been in here a lot over the last couple of weeks, but he was here yesterday and something was going on. He needed something. It wasn't for me. It was for Dr. Desano. He needed a part or something like that. He was able to get everything he needed between our oral surgeons and our lab. And um, he was able to come back here and, and able to get the job done. And all, he said it, he's, he probably said it five times. He's like, in any other community that I work in, and he goes all over Missouri and Illinois, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened. He's like, Springfield has such a unique situation that we are all helping each other out. And it, he's like, he could say probably better mm-hmm. than anybody because wow. he travels all over in the dental field. Mm-hmm. He does the same thing everywhere he goes. But he's like, that sense of community that you guys have, oh, yep, I got you. Let me help you. You know, it's it's really cool that we mm-hmm. have this in this town. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the outcome of the patient. Absolutely. We want to make the best for the patient. And I think that, um, you know, some of my colleagues that maybe I went to dental school with who work in different parts of the state, they, they're blown away by how all of us work together. They're like, you guys go to these dental meetings all the time? Yeah. We all yes. hang out. <laughs> we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. It's not this weird um, competition, ickiness. We really want the best for our patients. And if that means you're going to see our specialist, we're going to help you. If the, you know, if it, if it means you can stay here in house, we, we love to do that too. So it's a really kind of cool thing. And again, like Dr. Long's situation, we had our orthodontic team involved. Mm -hmm. We had our oral surgeons team involved and everybody and your, and your family was ready because we'd been talking about it since you were five or six. Yeah. Yeah. For so long. And I actually, um, now that I work here, I found my chart and I read it and I was like every single it was like, I was here like every two weeks for probably a few years. And I, it was like, that one's the orthodontist. And then we had the oral surgeon and then back to the orthodontist and then back to the oral surgeon. Yeah. And then Dr. DeSano had a note. And it was mm-hmm. just like, my, I have a pretty thick folder in the back. <laughs> Takes take a cart to pull it out of the file. I, I was it. like, I wonder which one I am. And very quickly, like we said, we still have all of our old paper charts over the years in the back. And I was like, oh, there I am. Nice it was like thick one a nice bursting thick at the one. Yeah. Takes a whole cabinet by I yourself. I love it though. <laughs> but you're not traumatized. No, not at Obviously, all. I don't really remember did. a lot of it, to be honest. Great. Someone was like, when did you get your implants? I was like, I don't remember. So that's when I went and looked at my charts. Like, I don't know. And Isn't that great? I think because like, because we had a plan that I wasn't overwhelmed by any part of it at any point. It was just like looking forward to the next plan because with how long my plan was, it was like a few years out. So when it finally came time, I was like, oh, now we're at this stage. We're ready. Now we're at that stage. And it's probably interesting to read now too, you, you being... A, a dentist, people look at that from the medical side of it or the, the dental side of it too. Yes. Oh, of, yeah. of not just as the patient. Okay, it makes sense why we did this at this time or why this was done this exactly. way. And I think, at, I always knew I wanted to be somewhat in healthcare, but I wasn't sure which path. But I remember every visit, Dr. DeSano and Dr. Kneedler would kind of teach me and show me the way. And that's, I think, where I got interested, in, I think. You could call it brainwashing or you could call <laughs> that's it. That's exactly like, what it was. It. <laughs> it worked. It, it worked. worked. We it got worked. her here. It says a lot about our community, though, that even back then, you're still really young yeah. now. But still, that was, when you were five, that was quite a long time yeah. ago. And still that, like, awesome network of communication mm-hmm. between our group and specialists and just the dental community in town Mm -hmm. is still just the same and strong today. And not only is, you know, that relationship really strong and and everyone works together, but then 
when, you know, you were mentioning Justin running back and forth, mm-hmm. the beautiful part about Springfield is that everything is like five minutes, five minutes. True. Five minutes. So yeah. things can happen quickly. There's not a lot of traffic in there. No. Yeah. There's no rush lucky that way. Or right. like mm-hmm. highway traffic to get usually to most places, so. I agree. Yeah, we're lucky that way. Mm-hmm. We are very lucky. And I feel like, um, like you were talking about the dental meetings, that is something that was kind of like a hidden gem. I didn't realize moving to Springfield was like that. And you guys were like, oh, come on, you're coming with us. And I was like, where are we going? <laughs> and <I laughs> Everyone tri- already knows all about you. And I showed yeah. up and I was just like, wait, everyone hangs out. This is yeah. nice. Like, And it, the first meeting I went to was all the specialists got the mic for a few minutes and spoke about a few topics that they wanted most of the general dental community in Springfield to know about. And they gave the floor to allow all of us to ask them questions. And then the specialists got, got started talking between themselves. Like, Oh, you do this. I would like, it was a big community, community discussion to where it started off very formal. And then I think it got very, like everyone was just like, Oh, okay, that's nice. Do you do it that way? Oh, cool. Like it just became a very, I don't know. Everyone, but you make those connections. It, was, it became very laid back, yeah, and it was a very nice and meeting. And everybody is just wanting to have that open line of communication and when to do this, when to go there and here. So it, it, it shows that everybody works together. It does. It does. And we're, as we talk about working together, as we get back through dental through the ages is what we were kind of talking about. When we work with these families, um, with all the kids, and then we go to the teenagers and going through – I think, as we say, working together with all of our specialists in the care, and then once you get to be an adult, that's where it's really special because some of the patients you guys have probably seen start bringing their own families in after growing up through the practice. I, I love it. That's that's the coolest thing about general dentistry is seeing, you know, these kids now, maybe I saw them when they were just starting grade school and they're graduating high school going off to college like it's just the coolest coolest part of our career it becomes a generational thing it does and exactly and we get to then you know see their parents and they're like oh guess what i'm gonna be a grandparent it's just the coolest thing it's the you know we have this really cool uh, job that we get to watch these families. We get to see them regularly, a couple times a year, and get to really know them, and, and it's great. So, if we spent a little bit of time, we already kind of touched a little bit on babies, toddlers, kids, and teens, and stuff. So, if we were going to talk about some kind of just regular routine information about adult dental treatment, um, a lot of it's the same, but also essentially we are we are ultimately wanting to preserve your natural teeth as much as we can. We want to keep these teeth. These are in here for the long run now. Um, So we often will talk about an electric toothbrush. We always want soft bristles. I just had a patient today that's like, uh, oh, I use a hard bristled brush on my chewing surface and then I switch to a soft bristled brush on my gum. I said, maybe that's true, sir. I don't want you using a hard bristle brush at all. Throw that away. Only use your soft toothbrush. I, I don't just, know why they make them. I agree. I don't know it's where they confusing. get them, actually. It's super cute. Well, the, the drugstores all have it, and it's confusing as a patient because they, they'll think, oh, I want a really scrub. I really want a hard one. But ultimately, we do we don't actually soft bristle toothbrush always because your gums can can wear away. It's too hard on that. Sure. You Plaque don't want to soft. Plaque is soft, so exactly just, it can just be taken off really easily. And the hard stuff that we're cleaning off when you're here for your 
for your dental cleanings, if you're like, no, she's really got to get in there and scratch, that's not what you're getting off with your toothbrush, okay? So you're working on, just like Dr. Osher said, just the soft plaque that you could wisp away with just the edge of your nail. Um, so always soft toothbrush. We've got some patients that, um, as they're aging, arthritis can kind of get involved in their dexterity of how easily they can brush and floss. So talk to us if that's becoming a problem for you. If you're thinking, I, I really can't literally get my fingers around the floss and I can't get back there. We can give you uh, reach flossers. We've got other uh, water flossers, certain things that we can help you with as far as if that's becoming an issue. Um Boy, medications are, are a really big thing that we talk about with our adult patients. We've talked about this before on the air, I know, but how important it is to share your complete medical history with us, please. Your medical, the medications that you take have a huge impact on your oral health. So um, please share all of that, or if there's a change in your medication or a major change to your health, please share with us because a lot of times it will make an impact on your oral health. And then... Um, just as it's kind of been noted with all the age groups, water, watch the water intake, get a lot of it, um, make that be your go-to. If you're choosing something else, you know, coffees in the morning or, or um, sugary beverage at some point during the day, make sure water's your home base. That's what you're sipping on all throughout the day. And then um, get in there and clean your teeth after having the sugary stuff. So that lesson kind of stays throughout the ages. <laughs> that never changes. Yeah. Water. Just- just like you said, Dr. Keneller, um, sometimes like the medication, the water, and I feel like sometimes once we have patients that retire and they have a little bit more time on their hands, sometimes they elect to come in for a third cleaning a year or even a fourth cleaning a year. It's almost like an addiction once we able to get going. But there could be worse ones out there. Absolutely. Exactly. And there's some patients that have healthy gums and healthy teeth and it's just like they decide it's part of how they care for themselves and they want to come in a little bit more, and we're not going to deny that to them. Like, we would love to see you guys more. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you're not going to cause any harm by getting extra cleanings. We do have some patients who will recommend it for them if they do have some gum issues, if they do have some bone loss happening. We want to make sure we're really getting in there, keeping things clean. We're really preserving um, the the health of the gums and bone and everything like that at the at this age bracket. So sometimes we'll recommend that extra third or fourth cleaning a year instead of every six months you're coming every four or maybe every three. Um, and it's just to kind of really, it's mostly for the gum health at that point. And then probably once you're to the point where, where that's back to where it should be, then it'll go back to twice a year. A lot of times. Absolutely. Absolutely. We get through this kind of hairy time and then we can kind of get you back on track with your regular routine. So we'll help you with that. You know, that's what our hygienists, when they're measuring stuff, that's what they're checking for. And we'll help tell you if, if we need to see you more frequently. But yeah, if you just want to come visit us every three months too, we love that too. <laughs> and sometimes people with some like uh, habits, like such as like heavy coffee or tea drinkers, people that build up stain more easily. I have a few patients that come in more frequently because of that. And they just tend to build up stain more. So, so many reasons why someone might choose to come in a little bit more frequently if it's not necessarily recommended. So always ask us about that and if maybe it would be helpful to you. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSato, 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. We're back and uh, continuing the, the dentistry through the ages and, and wanted to get into the, uh, again, people that are, that are absolutely fantastic, the caregivers out there, uh, helping people who who need that assistance and can um, 
you may be helping them with their oral health. Thanks, Doc, for uh, coming to visit us today. Always love having you in our beautiful Sarek room. Dr. Long and I are here just um, wanting to talk a little bit more about um, home helping with home care. And we've talked um, in previous shows about helping with infants and toddlers and adolescents with home care. But want to talk about something that many um, families, um, you know, situations that they have at home with being a caregiver to could be an elderly parent or grandparent or maybe if there's um, a a child or an adult that has a disability that maybe doesn't have, um, you know, good motor skills or dexterity skills. I think there's um, a little trick that we have all learned probably through school and as we've worked different places that a lot of patients respond well to. So if you're someone who, like Dr. Osher was saying, if you're a caregiver, it's just a little quick tip and it goes a long way. It's called tell, show, do. That way nothing is startlesome, like nothing startles the patient and everything they can expect it. So you would tell them what you're going to do. You can show them. Now, you don't have to break it down super simple, but it's just kind of a way to let the patient know what's about to happen. So you tell them what you're going to do. You can even show them, like, here's the toothbrush. And then final set's pretty easy. You do it. You do it. And that's and that's a technique that we use in the office every day. Every day. You know, even to to some degree or fashion or form, we're we're utilizing that technique with little kiddos, even adults. You know, and sometimes, you know, I'll have a conversation with a patient just here in office. Um, you know, do you it will be helpful if I talk you through it, show you through it. And sometimes people say, Yes, that would be really great. I, I like knowing what to prepare for. Some patients might say, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And especially if someone used, like you said, used to be able to take care of their teeth better, you can ask them, can you show me how you like to take care of your teeth so I can help you how you like to do it? And then at least they feel like they have a little bit more control um, over their daily dental care. Yeah. And so, you know, some of these patients, so we're talking about caring, um, you know, being as a caregiver, helping with, um, you know, uh, family members or friends or, mm-hmm. or people that we care for at home or maybe in a care facility or assisted living facility. And it can be challenging. So just, you know, a simple, something that might seem like it's a simple task for us, picking up a toothbrush, putting toothpaste on it and brushing our teeth and leaning over the sink and spitting out may not be a realistic option for everybody and there's so many different scenarios so we wanted to talk a little bit about um you know just some really basic things to do at home that can help with with home care and one this is something that I actually used with my daughter when she was itty bitty um when she very first started getting her teeth so we um you know for her to brush her teeth on her own and spit it out in the sink was so what lay on the used and brushed off the plaque and sometimes did a little you know singing and dancing and Mm -hmm. distraction went along with that um but one of the important things is brushing off the plaque. The plaque. But mm-hmm. while it's still soft. Yes, while it's still soft. Yeah, so still getting in twice a day mm-hmm. and re- and removing that plaque. And remember, we talked about on the last show 
that plaque is soft if it's mm-hmm. it's plaque. very soft just like yes. you were saying dr osher it's almost like debris throughout the day and you want to get it off before it becomes sticky this is kind of gross like not gross mm-hmm. but we're describing it so as a caregiver you can understand when to do it just like dr osher just like you said you want to get it off while it's still soft mm-hmm. and an- another good tip is help facilitating a healthy, low sugar diet. So we always preach water, water, water. So flavored drinks, I know that they're tasty and good and fun, but water, water, water is really the best thing for our teeth, especially for those that for the, for those uh, people who can't really care for their own dental health the way that someone else can, even more important. And I feel like sometimes your um, caregivers, they have, whoever they're caring for, maybe they're still able to brush their teeth, but they're not able to hold a tooth. Like the holding of the toothbrush is difficult. So there are products out there that are made for this. They, I've seen different toothbrushes with, they have very wide handles so that you don't have to close your hand around the toothbrush the size of a pencil. Um, same thing with, that's why I think some of the electric toothbrushes, they have a larger handle. So they're um, able to be held on to. This is a little DIY, but you are, you could put it like a tennis ball on the end of it. If you can hold on one of those, if it's stable enough, you don't want to have, not have a good control over it. But those are just some of the things that I've seen some patients elect to try. And, you know, and while you, you know, you're in for your checkup or cleaning and have some of those questions, feel free to ask. We're, we have, you know, there are so many different products out there that are geared towards helping with some of these, you know, uh, other situations to help, uh, you know, facilitate good dental health care. And, and we can help find a way, get creative and, um, want to help you do the best you can for those that you're caring for at home. I And Dr. Osher, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we've had some patients even like bring in one of their relatives for us to help show them little tips, like where to stand so it, it's comfortable for the patient. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when when you're here, whether it's a little one that you're caring for or an elderly patient, you know, bring those questions, you know, here and we can help show you, we can help talk you through it. It's not um, your first rodeo. No, you, you've helped a lot no. of other people yeah. say, Hey, here's the things we've seen work well. Here's some suggestions. Here, here you go. And another important part of, you know, helping to care for someone's dental health is not just the brushing twice a day, but flossing. So, Someone else taking regular string floss is really probably pretty difficult. Um, What I would suggest is using just the individual floss picks. And people tend to get in there a little bit easier uh, just with one hand versus two with doing the little floss picks. So that's just as important as uh, helping, you know, helping someone brush at home too. So good brushing, flossing, helping to facilitate that and encouraging a good healthy diet and low sugar diet. So take care of your loved ones and always ask questions. We're happy to help. We're help here guide at you guys. 546-0412. And we'll see you back next time.